Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to a special edition of sorts of the Saints Hour. Mike Hoss along with Executive Vice President and General Manager Mickey Loomis. And I say special edition, it's still just a Tuesday, but not for us. It's 11 o'clock here. <laughs> and way earlier in New Orleans. So I guess just initially uh, being in London, I, I, you've been here before, but how has it been getting the old body clock where it needs to be? Yeah, well, it takes a day or two. Um, I would say I'm not there yet, but but uh, um, we're used to it. You know, it's our third time here, so we, we kind of understand the dynamics um, behind that. And, and uh, you know, we've given the players – uh, and our staff instruction on the best way to quickly uh, get adjusted. And, and so uh, I think for each guy, it's kind of an individual thing, uh, how they're adjusting. And not all teams do it this way. Some teams do the Thursday. And, and I'm not I – will, I will say it. Just that that seems <laughs> tricky to me to try to pull all that off and get acclimated and get practice and just learn your way around everything in just a short amount of time. Yeah, um, look, it's hard for me to speak on on uh, um, the teams that have come over, uh, you know, later in the week and and then just try to keep their body clocks um, on their their uh, their current time, play the game, and then get right back. Because we've, as, as I mentioned, we've been over here three times. Each time we've come over after a, a road game, um, made the trip the night of the game, and then acclimated and played uh, played uh, uh, the game after being a full week here. So that's the only way we know how to do it. Um, we've had success. We felt good about uh, about that, <clears throat> about the logistics behind that, and so that's what we're doing. Do you ever have conversations, that maybe even when the schedule came out, with the NFL to, like, We've always been open afterwards. Why not this time? Yeah, well, look, they asked us if uh, we wanted a bye week. Um, so that's our choice. We, we um, elected not to have the bye week after this game, because it, primarily because it's just so early in the season. Um, we felt like it, we'd be better off having the bye week later in the year, even though um, you know we'll have to <laughs> adjust, uh, adjust our body clocks back to um, – Central time back when we get to New Orleans. I apologize. I, I didn't know that. I, I guess to use it like a, you put in your three top choices because everybody doesn't can't get the week maybe they want, or do you right. you, you put in more? Here's yeah, what I know. Like. Like they ask us about the opponent that we're going to play um, prior to and, and where, and then and then they ask us about uh, having the bye week immediately after. So we do have some influence on that. We told them what our preferences were, and uh, um, um, 
Yeah, that's what we got. As we were talking prior to even starting, it was brief, but at one and two, there's a lot of teams in that boat, and in two things, the issues that there have been are clearly fixable. It's executions, penalties, it's turnovers, and as you say, you know what, we haven't played, we haven't played our best game. We haven't played good football yet. Yeah, I think you know we've played um, in spurts. We've had some things, some flashes that uh, we get excited about. I think overall the defense has played pretty well. Um, but I don't think we've hit on all cylinders, particularly on offense and special teams yet, even though we've had had our moments. And so uh, there's some things we got to get corrected, and, and hopefully we can do that this week and have a good performance on uh, Sunday. And there's it's not something that you want to have, but you do have it, and that is you've, you have played uphill somewhat. This team has, slow, had, has had some slow starts, so you've been in this position before. You know it, it, that it is turnaroundable. Yeah, um, Although that's true, it's not something that we like. <laughs> exactly. No, I'm right. You, know, you want to yeah. get off to a quick start. Exactly. You want to get off to a, a good early season, have a good feeling about the direction you're going, um, as opposed to um, you know having these these things that that uh, keep you from winning. But um, look, you know the teams that we've played have played well. They've had good game plans, and yet I think we feel like um, in the two losses in particular, we, we've we've uh, done some things that beat ourselves. Tomorrow we will learn from Dennis about the injury situation. So I'm not asking about injury players. I'm asking only about process. So you, you, we're in London, and the practice squad comes over Thursday? No, the, the practice squad came over. Uh, they, they traveled to Carolina with us and then and then uh, were with us on the trip afterwards. So okay, so they've been we have our the... full complement of, of active roster and, and uh, practice squad players here. Okay. Um, Player A from some other team or something yeah. that's not that's not out there. It was going to try out. You want to try out player A? Yeah. Uh, there are scouts back at the at the ranch. I mean, how, how does it how does this process work? Yeah, it's no different except for instead of flying those guys to New Orleans for you know a, a workout and a physical, we'd fly them here. And oh, so they, they would they wouldn't yeah. go to they they they'd come they'd here. come right here. Yes. What are the are there any issues as because I know what it was for teams and everybody else from a passport standpoint like do they have to, they have to well they have to have one they have so to they have, have one passport, so they can't come uh, that's got to be that's got to be tricky right it's a little trickier although you know we haven't had a lot of workouts and the times uh, the other times we've been here although one year we had uh, a punter try out and had to sign a punter for that week. Um, you get them here, can't you? Yeah, yeah. We, we got them here, and, and uh, um, I think we had three guys, three or four guys that that uh, were in the workout, and we ended up signing. As I recall, it was Ben Graham, but uh, um, but uh, yeah. So the, really, the, the logistics, the procedures, the process isn't any different. It's just that uh, it's a lot longer flight for them. Yeah, very much so. Is there a emphasis on because there's always a fine line this is a business trip everybody has said that from from the get-go but you also kind of stay in a routine yesterday even though it was a fly day and y'all were delayed getting out of charlotte it was do what you can on the field dennis had his monday it was it was it felt like at least as normal of a day that can be that started actually sunday night in charlotte yeah it's well it's different certainly because you know we're flying here um on a long flight, as opposed to going back to New Orleans on a short flight, um, 
So Monday's a little different. It starts a little later. Um, and then, and then, but you know, Tuesday's the player day off. We have treatments uh, 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 set up. The weight room's available for players. I, I think it's probably more difficult on the coaches at this point um, because they've got to get rested uh, on the fight over and then get right into uh, game planning for uh, this weekend's game against Minnesota. So I would say that at least the early part of the week is more, most difficult on our coaching staff. What about the the later part of the week for your staff? And, and again, I'm going to use player X and player B. You don't know injury situations until the Wednesday report. The limited, if there were they limited, did they not practice? Then does it kind of flip and, and morph? Well, you? we we really know. You know, right after the game, we get an injury report, and then um, on Monday morning, we're going to get we get one as well. So we we pretty much have a good idea of where uh, the gaps may fall, uh, what our needs might be, and and we you know can plan accordingly. Obviously. Uh, sometimes you don't know the real details and, and the final outcomes until uh, you get to Wednesday, Thursday. But but we have a, a pretty good sense of it uh, on Monday or Tuesday, which isn't really any different than if we were in uh, in New Orleans. It's just again, the, it's a little more difficult to get someone over here, um, uh, and takes longer than it would be if it, we were in New Orleans. Talking with Saints Executive Vice President and General Manager Mickey Loomis. Got to take a break. We'll come back with Mickey and talk some more here on the Saints Hour on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to the Saints Hour. Mike Hoss, along with Saints Executive Vice President and General Manager Mickey Loomis, getting ready for week four and the Minnesota Vikings. They won last week late, beat Detroit. Saints one and two. So I, I love asking obvious questions, but I will get them out of the way because it is a unique schedule, at least in the fact that you open up three NFC South and your first five are NFC games. And nobody thinks too much about that in September. But guess what? In December and January, when you're figuring out tiebreakers and who's going to be where, and again, the goal is win the division and put this, you know, be the top seed. I understand that. But these are these are so important because they are NFC games. Yeah. Um, yes, you're right. Uh, um, first of all, the division games take on um, added importance, and then obviously um, the NFC games as well. And but but really, in the last uh, you know four or five years, I think the league's done a good job of trying to get these meaningful games, get some of these meaningful games uh, in the front end of the schedule to kick off the season, and um, particularly you know division games. Um, and then, you know, we finish up the season with usually a number of, uh, of uh, division games and NFC games that are going to have impact on the playoffs. So it's nothing that we haven't dealt with before, um, but you'd like to be dealing with that, playing these games when you're playing well. And you mentioned it because not everybody does, but some do. It's another layer of that this is not a typical week and – some players have families here, and they're not necessarily here, but they're close, and and it's so it's it's another not a distraction. It's another like his, I mean, Sean did this at the Marriott for the Jacksonville game, and you guys had been in Dallas, and he just brought families over. He wanted it to be kind of a normal. I mean, that was a little different with Ida and Dallas, but just having families here is a is an interesting thing for players to have. Yeah. Um... It is. I think there's probably a little bit more of it than a normal road game, and yet, in the, on every road game, you know, there are players and, and staff that have, uh, you know, someone in town, maybe a spouse, uh, maybe you know, a hometown that they're they're uh, um, coming back to on the road, and, and so there's guests uh, that they have. So I, I don't I don't view it as um, too much different than than the normal. Uh, road trip. It's just that we may have a few more here because it is London, and it's a um, you know once every five or six year opportunity for them to uh, get a trip in and um, and enjoy a game on the road. It's Tuesday, so the players have off, which would be typical, and they can do whatever they want. Um, are any of them renting cars that you know of? Well, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'd be confused uh, trying to drive on the opposite side of the road than we're used to. So, um, no, but th- but there's cars available uh, and drivers, so they'll get to, um, you know, they, they'll be able to go anywhere they want uh, safely. Will you take some time this week or more probably early in the week and then kind of at some point lock it down or is it? No, I think, look, I think we're trying to treat this just like we would any any game. Um, you know, we're going to get our work done. Um, look, the, the coaches in particular and the staff are pretty busy. There's not a lot of free time available um, to enjoy the things that you would normally enjoy when you come all the way over to London. But 
but there'll be a um, there'll be a thing or two that that each each person can do. Um, but really, it's a business trip, and, and we're treating it as such. And it is unique in in many ways, and it gives you an opportunity that we don't always get a chance to talk about, and that is the the Derek Samnus who we're getting ready to talk to, and the Jay Romigs, and and I mean even what stuff would come on an equipment truck went on a plane and a bus that didn't go on the equipment right. truck that you know, three days early. There's a, there's a lot of people who have made this trip uh, it's their goal, make it as smooth as possible. Yeah, and look, it's a lot of work for um, each of the departments to support people in each of the departments, um, particularly Derek and Jay, but, but our trainers and equipment people. There's just a lot. Um, a lot to get done in order to have um, all the resources, all the all the tools that our coaches and our players need in order to prepare for a game uh, on the weekend. And and uh, um, you know our guys do a great job of, of setting that up. But I, I don't think that um, the general person, including most of our staff, understand how much work it is and how difficult that is to pull off. Um, you know, when you're moving basically 150 people uh, across an ocean and trying to set up, um, you know, offices and meeting rooms and and, uh, and field space that feel normal. That was the other thing in that just because of the way the layout of where downtown is, where the airport is, where the practice facility is and where you guys are, it's not you kind of take Metairie and the Super Home for granted, right? Everything's like 45 minutes away, and that's best-case scenario. It's it's just a little, another little niche of, of traveling. Yeah, uh, uh, look, we're in a big city, and, and, and the transportation uh, is just different. And, and you know, there's there's heavy traffic at times, and and we've got, as you said, we've got to go from one area. Um, we're, we're staying at the hotel to a different area to practice, to a different area to play the games, and, and uh, so... It's a challenge getting uh, getting our team moved around, and yet that's that's um, where Derek and Jay and and um, the other support people have done a great job. They know what they're doing, and and they usually handle that pretty well. And final question: We kind of talk a lot on the front end of coming from Carolina and getting the body clocks. Talk about the back end. So you'll leave the games at two thirty, you know, whenever you, you leave seven thirty, eight o'clock, whatever. How? How difficult is it on the back end because you yeah. got to go right into Seattle? Well, um, that's a good question because we haven't done it this way before. But obviously, you know, we're gaining time going back. So, right. uh, you know, I, th- I feel like that's a little bit different than than coming over um, and losing time. So, but again, you know, it'll be new. Uh, we'll have to adjust quickly. And, and again, I think early in the week that becomes most difficult on our coaching staff. I think the players will adjust uh, pretty quickly. They're, back they're, young. Beds. they're yeah, young. They're young. <laughs> it's, <laughs> they're young. It's, it's me and, and everybody else. That, that but, you know, they, they also have to pay attention to, um, you know, recuperation from the game and, and, and getting their bodies right and getting the same amount uh, of treatments that they get um, when they're ordinarily at home. Um, but, they again, we I think we do a good job of providing those resources, and, and players are pretty smart about how they uh, – how they do that well they're all big this one as well vikings uh, in london uh, first time not at wembley uh, best of luck uh, continued success get that you know i know you're going to get it right and, and get things j- exactly the way you want them and then 
finally two home games in a row. That, that'll, that'll be nice. Yeah, that'll be nice. All right. Thank you. Mickey. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate it. Becky Loomis, Executive Vice President and General Manager. All right. We will let stations identify themselves. So let's pause 10 seconds to let stations identify themselves here on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. And coming up next, we will talk to the Director of Team Operations for the New Orleans Saints. Yes, it has been a busy week for players and coaches, but there's a lot more to this operation other than football. And consider a round trip that begins in New Orleans, Central Standard Time, then travels to Charlotte for really only about 28 hours, and then continuing on from Charlotte to London overnight Sunday, arriving here on Monday in London and getting right to work for a very big week four game against the Minnesota Vikings that are two and one. Still staying in the NFC, but their first game of the year outside of the NFC South. And just getting here and getting settled into the hotel is not the end all. The Saints will move the whole operation later in the week, wisely so, to be closer to Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, which is northeast of London by about 45 minutes, so that they will be in good position for Sunday and a shorter drive to the stadium. And there's good reason for that as well. This football game in the NFL is not the only major event in London on Sunday. London will host its marathon Sunday morning. It is one of the big six marathons. And the race course is not just the issue because police will block off streets well, well outside of the actual race route. So, yes, a lot to talk about with Derek Stamnos, the man in charge of getting things ready, making sure they run smoothly, get the equipment, get all the schedules, get all the facilities up and ready for the Saints and Vikings game on Sunday. We are back after a break here on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Welcome back to the Saints Hour. Mike Haas now with Director of Team Operations, Derek Stamnos, who's been a very busy man for a very long time, irrespective of the season. Uh, you've been here, this is your fourth and a half year, or your third and a half year? Where yep, are you? Yeah, fourth, fourth season here. Give me just a sense of when you, the schedule comes out and you see Charlotte and then London back-to-back, which this team has done, but, but you, you weren't here. What, what was your initial thought? Yeah, so we, we kind of get a, a heads up a little bit from the league at some point in the spring about, hey, London's probably going to happen. And then ultimately it comes down to where it falls on the schedule. And then once you know you're probably going to be on the road the week before and then travel over to London. There's a lot of moving parts that happen well beyond the schedule release. But once we get the schedule and start piecing it together, it's pretty much starts that day. Had you, I know you've been over here from an advanced standpoint, which we'll talk about, but had you been over here at all with Miami and or Detroit? Yeah, so in Detroit, um, I'd been over here twice in 2014 and 2015. We came back to back seasons, did the week long excursion both times and very well versed in how things operate here now. So that's, and you really haven't done which other teams some do, which you can fly on on Thursday and do that. I mean, yeah, have not. No, done the week twice, and now we're out here for an entire week, and um, you know we move the whole operation here. No, and knowing what you know, I, I, this, knowing how much you got to get done, 
the, the full week is hard to get it all done in, right? Yeah, I mean, ultimately, either way you're <clears throat> either way you're doing it. I mean, it's a lot of work that goes into both, but you know, obviously, our organization feels like the week is the right way to do it. And in my third time being here, this is the only way I know, and I feel like it's the best way for a team to prep for a game. Now, how many times have you been here at, from an advance standpoint? Yeah, so we come over as soon as we get the idea that we're going to get this game. So I've come over once in March, <clears throat> and then we came over again in June as soon as our off-season program ended. So two visits prior to the team arrival. Were, were, they, were they different focus-based, meaning one might have been, let's just deal with a hotel and practice facility because there's so many different variables? Yeah, so I'd say from our organizational standpoint, the first trip for me is to find out what works for the Saints, regardless of what, you know, the NFL is guiding us to do. We do things our way, and basically I come out to, to gauge what we want to do. And then the second trip over is basically decisions are made. This is where we're practicing, when we're practicing, where we're staying, how we're doing pretty much everything the day the team arrives to the day the team departs. From a practice facility, is, is that's where they were in 17? Correct. Yep we'll, be, yep, we'll be back at the same location um, practicing you know, throughout the week. So very, uh, very similar setup and, you know, practice plan to what we did in 2017. But that's where kind of the routine ends, right? Because it's a, it's a new hotel, right? Yeah, so, so routine ends there because, yeah, we're, we're kind of changing locations later in the week, um, just doing what we feel is best from a team standpoint to start prepping for, for game day. Because unbelievable to me like there's not enough going on the london marathon is sunday it's one of the six biggest marathons there are so it's not it's just it's about hotel space meeting space rooms and it's not like you need 10 rooms you, you need the hotel for the most part yeah so you know there's always challenges no matter if it's a standard road trip or coming over here and you know as you mentioned the marathon being one kind of throws a few different factors in here um you know one thing out here that we don't get um, that we do in the States is, you know, we're under police escort. A lot of times out here we don't get that, so that kind of really creates a situation where we need to be as close as possible to every location we're going to. And obviously the marathon creates extra traffic and road closures that we have to account for. Wow. I don't know. I guess I thought this is my first international game. I did not know that. So you're you're just six or seven buses traveling down yeah. the road. Huh? Yeah, so there's basically one person in this entire country that gets an escort, and, you know, basically <laughs> the, the king now. The king, Other than yeah. that, we, uh, we just kind of fall in line with everybody else. The change later in the week, without being any specific, of course, just to be a little closer to the stadium? Yeah, ultimately it's a scenario where we feel like there's a few competitive advantage things that we've decided to make that move for, but um, really the the core of that is to lessen the ride on game day to Tottenham Stadium on on Sunday. And I've already talked to Mickey about this, and that is it's you maybe I don't take for granted is right, but you know from Metairie to the Superdome, and you know it's nothing. It's but from we're downtown. It took us an hour and forty five to get here yesterday on a bus, and, and practice facility and the airport. And there's nothing. Nothing feels close. No, no, nothing. Nothing here feels close except the walk from the elevator to your guest room. Um, but yeah, everything here, you know, like you just mentioned, when we're home, you know, this would normally be a home game. Our routine is very, very easy. But coming out here, 
you know, we've got a great staff across the board that's used to doing this trip, so it makes it easy on a lot of us, but there's, there's a lot of challenges that come with this as well. Even the equipment, because normally the equipment <clears throat> would be on a truck, and because we, we put some of our radio gear uh, and so even that is different because got it's got to go on a plane. It's got to come over. Yeah, I mean, really just behind the scenes of that stuff, it's all got to go through customs, immigration. There's just a lot of moving parts that, you know, the equipment staff, the video staff, the training staff. There's about eight different steps that come with this trip that are above and beyond a normal game that we won't get into the details on, but it's, it's a challenge, but they're great at what they do. For you, I was when Mickey was talking about like this early part of the week is really coaches and they're getting you know it's a very important time. Do you now this is radio? I'm, I'm moving my hand like an up and down, or is it just a constant? Or do you, as, you, as it gets towards the end of the week, I, I guess it canceled because now you're moving to the stadium. Yeah, so you know we try to replicate obviously our schedule as much as we can while we're here. So you know it takes a little bit of acclimation this first day or so, but you know for our operational standpoint, we're other than a different venue, we're trying to operate as standard as normal, but there are some moving parts, especially as we get toward the end of the week, because you know, we feel like by the time you're unpacked here and kind of in a routine, we're about to pack up and move locations and then play a game. And again, I've talked to Mickey about this, and I'm just curious because we were talking about if you have to bring a player over for whatever reason, your practice squad's here, you know, player A or player B, which is how I talked to him. Uh, Question one is, do you have a passport? And if you don't, man, you're probably not going to come yeah. over. <laughs> so just in general, the passport process for our players is something we, you know, it's an eight-month process. But just from the sake of if we do have to bring a player over, you know, our personnel department and, you know, guys under Mickey's leadership, when we talk to guys, we ensure that they've got a valid passport, and that's part of our process. You know, we'll vet every single thing and every single angle of this trip to ensure that, if we have to pull that red lever and get somebody here or get somebody out, that all, you know, all details are already looked at. Got to take a quick break. Step aside here with Derek Stamnos, the director of team operations here for the New Orleans Saints. This is the Saints Hour on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Welcome back to the Saints Hour. Mike Haas with Derek Stamnos, the Director of Team Operations. So you arrived in 2019, was that yeah, first season, yeah. First season was 2019, and rolling along, and then pow, COVID, and so you spent three years having that, and I imagine in your 
world uh, professionally, it, it must have just been, this is good for now and for now only, right? Yeah, I mean, that was a total, you know, obviously new experience for all of us, but you know, obviously we played an entire season under COVID protocol and really rolled into a second with it. And from my side of things, it changed a lot of what we do. Um, and really every day was a learning experience for I think every single person in our building, me included. And then, are you from Arizona originally? Is that the uh, New Mexico, but via Arizona, yeah, out west. You get a, you're a hurricane. So I think almost anything after Ida, that's the bar now. Yeah. And as difficult as this trip is, you knew it was coming. Ida on August 27th, we're supposed to play Arizona the next day, and that's not happening. So everything, it must, everything must get compared to that. Yeah, and you're not far off with that. I mean, really, when that kind of popped up, you know, as some of our other guys can attest to, the weather channel is on in my office during hurricane season every single day of the year. So I kind of become the resident weather guy and sounding board for a lot of guys in our office. And and as that started churning into the Gulf, you know, it's my job really is to plan weeks ahead of everybody else. And with something like that, it's a minute by minute, hour by hour thing. And, you know, when it was time to leave, it was a little bit of scramble drill. But, um, you know, again, we got such a great staff that everyone in one way or another has had experience with it in the past. And we just had to do what we had to do. As you look back now, because to me, in, in retrospect, the ability to pull off planes, buses, and the team alone would have been hard enough, but family members. As you look back now and what this team, this organization was able to accomplish, it's staggering. Yeah, I mean, when you really look back and take a view of what ultimately what we thought was going to be a, you know, a few-day evacuation turned into, you know, 28 plus days on the road. It's pretty incredible. I mean, you know, we're fortunate that, you know, we have a lot of great people in the city of New Orleans that really help facilitate getting us in and out. And um, yeah, it's one of those things that it's foggy memory, but when you really sit and think about it, it's, it's pretty incredible to think what we, what we did in that short period of time. New Orleans itself, Louisiana was never kind of in the I hate to use the word cone because it was way too early, but you had to be watching the Weather Channel this, this past week, just get out, get moving, stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, this is day five or six for me over here in London. I was ahead of the team, but every single day I'm on the phone with a weather meteorologist back in Louisiana, and um, I've got a national friend in the meteorology world, and we had conversations every day just because of the unpredictability of that. So we were, oddly enough, preparing if – we had to do something different. That we had a we had a plan in place that thankfully got put in the shredder. Do you do you have any weather experience? Or you're kind of like you sound like the team weather. No, weather it's just I wouldn't like that job, especially no, in Louisiana. No, definitely not. Here, it's, okay, huh. cloudy and cold. But. It's more of a uh, a weird passion of mine. But now that you know I live where I live and work where I work, it kind of you know obviously blends into your your personal and your professional life. Knowing that at this time of year. All it takes is a couple of thunderstorms. All it storms. takes one. Yeah. I mean, all it takes is one, right? Yeah. Especially, that's what I mean, you know, go back to training camp. Well, tell me if it's going to rain. I go, well, the storm starts here. It just pops up here. So yeah. that's, that's tricky. Yeah, it's, it's not fun. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we're not to say we're always up for a challenge by any means, but we're always ready. I can't imagine your to-do list 
coming into this? And I'm just curious, was there one, one, one or two things that every morning you wake up and that, that was the top of your to-do list? This, this has to be done, has to be done right. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of a staged process with this. Look, I mean, it's a lot of people helping us accomplish what we want to accomplish. Again, we kind of call it the way the Saints want it. We never want to do something just because it's been done by another team. And we have a lot of partners in this process that every single day there's a conference call, whether it's with airline, with NFL UK, with tickets, with uh, building a locker room, building a weight room. So really every day is kind of a – Hey, we've got a big master plan, and ultimately how we get to the end of that master plan, it was just kind of chipping away day by day and ensuring that the people that you're depending on, you know, are getting the things done that you ask. And then later this week, tear down the weight room and uh, rebuild. I don't know if the, the new hotel has a different situation, but tear it down and you're like a mash unit. Yeah, really. I mean, yeah, when we, when we move, we're going to have the same setup, but at a location 20 miles from here. And on the back end, so when we left from Charlotte, we knew we had time sort of much on our, on our hand and that get there Monday, and we were all delayed, uh, but you still get here Monday. On the back end, play the game, and you'll leave, I don't know, 7.30, 8 o'clock, fly. You'll gain the time coming back, but that's got to be almost on the back of your mind. It's like, because you don't then – it's, then it's Monday, everything's got to be in place, right? Yeah, so we – you know, that's different this time around. And we're coming back home and we're back in the Superdome next week um, to play Seattle. So for us, when we land back in the New Orleans Sunday night late – or, yeah, late Sunday night, early Monday morning, that basically that flip switches again that we're in game mode for, you know, a home game. And um, there's a lot of things that got to get back into place. And, you know, we got – the staff that's pretty much going to be hitting the ground running for another week, so it'll be a it'll be a little bit of a challenge, but that's something that's not too big for us. I, I, don't, I don't know you very well, but I'm going to ask you a, kind of a personal question, and only because I've seen the job. I've been around this organization for 30 plus years, and it's a. I mean, the director of team operations is huge, but I'm just. Well, what drew you to this kind of? job oh yeah I mean really worked in college um, worked in football I mean I've been in football now gosh 15 16 years and it's kind of something you just I don't know I don't want to say people necessarily aspire to do this role it's just kind of something that develops you know you kind of get involved in a football building as a young guy and start kind of seeing how things flow and um, had a chance to do some things in scouting and um, and operations and opportunities just kind of came up and it's something that it's a uh, it's a skill let's put it that way it's not skill and a will let's say you yeah. gotta you gotta want to do this because I mean the details as you kind of just spoke to yeah, it's, the attention uh, to, and the details and this team as you as you know Sean and Bennis are both in, enormously detail oriented people yeah uh, I mean it's, I would th- I think job uh, responsibility, at least job ability, but to, is to be able to have eight balls in the air at the same time. Yeah, no question. And really part of my role is to see around corners and really work ahead of everybody. So, you know, we're guys here, coaches, staff are working for today. I'm really working for tomorrow and really understanding, hey, what is happening tomorrow and really trying to see the problems before they happen and kind of douse fires before you know, they become too large to handle. That's kind of – that's an interesting part. And, again, I've been around this team a long time. But, like, when I talk to Mike Parenton and I'm, we're talking about Minnesota, he goes, well, I'm, I'm on Seattle. 
right? I, my job is to when the Seattle when the Vikings game's over on the plane, he'll hand Coach Allen Seattle. You know that stuff. And there's always somebody on this organization. You do both, but there's always somebody a, a week ahead of what's going on. Yeah, yeah, and I would say week, two weeks, a month. It really <laughs> kind of depends how things shake out. But yeah, very similar to that. That I would almost say the the quietest time of my week is the 60 minutes the guys are on the field. You know, that's, that's I, I, it's ultimately that. kind of my my freedom to watch guys do what they do and with, for me to take a breath. With like a, even a Mickey or a, a Parenton or a Kai or a Jeff Ireland, I, I see them just in a press box or somewhere and it's like, their job's done, at least at this juncture. And they could always, they're always watching the monitor for some player that might, you know. But if in that juncture, in that time, you're kind of detached a little bit. Yeah, yeah, and I would say really, I'm one eye's on the field, one eye's on my cell phone, unfortunately. But, you know, normally at that point, it's uh, kind of haze in the barn and we're on to the next from my perspective. Um, because you've been around Arizona and Detroit and Miami, like New Orleans, have you had a chance to even move around yeah i mean COVID yeah i mean it's been it's, yeah it's been unique i mean obviously moving there had a little bit of uh time in the city prior to the pandemic but it's uh you know my job is just like most of ours in our building is year-round when we're not in season it's prepping for the next thing you know preparation for for draft preparation for getting a schedule for the following year but i try to enjoy the city when i can and you know it's been nice so far good well, Derek Stamos, Director of Team Operations, uh, I wouldn't want your job for an hour, uh, but uh, doing a great job, and we really, really appreciate your time. And best of luck the rest of this week, because it's really, it's really not over. You yeah, a lot of stuff to do. You got to do two new moves. You got to move back to the airport, move to the new hotel. So lots to do. Yeah, no, I really appreciate it. And uh, everything, all that matters is getting a win on Sunday. You know, I feel the same way. Thanks very much. When we come back on the Saints Hour, he scours the sidelines looking for pertinent Saints information during our radio broadcast. And Steve Geller had an eventful Sunday in Charlotte, especially when it came to that blue injury tent. We will learn a lot more throughout this week and later this week from Saints head coach Dennis Allen on Wednesday as the players get back to practice and we get our first injury report for the week pre-Minnesota Vikings. Steve Geller is next here on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Welcome back to the Saints Hour. Mike Haas now joined by sideline reporter Steve Geller here in London. And it should be not a typical week, but it kind of feels like a typical week. We came in yesterday, Monday. Dennis Allen had a presser. They did a little walkthrough. Today's Tuesday. Players are off. So business-wise, it feels normal but I think from this point on, and they get into practice, it's going to get kind of ramped up again. Oh, yeah, definitely. And you know what? Hearing from Dennis Allen, Demario Davis, Mark Ingram uh, on Monday, everybody pretty much stressed the fact that, yeah, they're in London right now, but this is total business trip, uh, especially after dropping two straight. You know, this team is desperate to get back into that win column. Uh, just hoping now on the injury front, we get some good news on some guys like, you know, Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry, because... Uh, that wide receiving core got pretty banged up that last game. And uh, those are two, obviously, key pieces to the to this offense, which has been struggling as it is. And so you wonder, though, what information will get disseminated. Because they can be limited to practice right. tomorrow. 
limited on Thursday. You don't, unless there's a kind of clear cut decision, like they're not ready. We're going to bring up somebody from the practice squad or even sign somebody new. So it's, it's kind of a, we think we'll get some news tomorrow, but don't, it's not, it's not the end all. Yeah, and I think it'll be curious to see, too, if we end up hearing about a signing and maybe bringing someone to London that, I guess, scouts back in New Orleans could work out and see. But, yeah, the... No, Mickey, earlier in the show, Mickey said they will bring them here. So if if they're going to work out a guy, the first question they ask is... The first question they ask is, do you have a passport? Because that's the key. I mean, if you don't have a passport, I mean, that's that's kind of the, the it's not anything happening at Saints camp. It will take place here. I, wow. I thought it was a, a unique anyway. Yeah, that's definitely uh, unique indeed. And uh, I would expect, though, that either someone from the practice squad or a workout player will be brought in for the wide receivers at least. Just numerically. Right, exactly. If you get, Har- if you get Hardy back, Thomas, we don't know. We don't know about Jarvis. Traquan, we don't know. I don't know. expect with that, you with know, concussion. clear concussion protocol right. in time, right? But you're right. It's 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 not the end of the world. One and three. This team is a perennially slow starter, but all five games. One and two. One and two. If should, I'm saying, should they lose? Oh right, I got so you. Don't don't you know? It's not that they couldn't, but one and three. Even though the NFL feels a little, you know very up and down there's not a lot of really really good teams and a lot a lot of teams right now in the saints bucket at one and two or two and one just two teams are undefeated right now in the league so so it's a a crucial game for that matter because it's nfc but then you get back and you go i got two straight home games i feel like fans and maybe you know the media panicking more than maybe the team is because maybe they've been in this position before yeah, been there, done that. They know uh, what needs to be done, too. We, you know, we've talked about uh, penalties being an obvious issue. Also, the turnover mm-hmm. is just a nightmare. You'd never want to have that many. And right now, the Saints are you know, tops in the NFL with the most turnovers. And that's not, not anything that any coach is going to like or, or the, the players either. And that's a huge key is to get back to protecting the football and limiting those penalties. And I don't know... How, how much they'll be able to get accomplished in this week leading up to that game against Minnesota. But it is a crucial game, obviously. But I, I still – it's way too early to call anything a must-win right. situa- situation for anything. week four. <laughs> right, not exactly. Not week four. And as we, we were talking to Deuce earlier, you look at this defense and what it's really done and kept the ball out of the end zone and, and gotten some turnovers and done it's done its job. You know, this defense and everybody wants more sacks. Well, it is what it is sometimes. Defense has been playing very well. No, the defense has definitely kept this team, obviously, in the games. The one crazy thing is, too, is no interceptions yet. Yeah. Uh, but uh, hopefully those end up coming against Mr. Kirk Cousins. I know he's uh, not a great quarterback in primetime situations. We'll see what he does on London time. I know it's going to be uh, an early game locally, an 8.30 a.m. kickoff at 2.30 uh, yeah. for us here. Uh, so that'll be interesting to see. But this Vikings team has got a lot of weapons, uh, a pretty good defense. So, and this they always seem to match up well against the Saints. So definitely a dangerous team. Right, Steve, appreciate it. Enjoy the rest of the week. Cheerio. All right, thank you, Steve. I want to thank everyone for listening tonight. Our guest, Saints Executive Vice President and General Manager Mickey Loomis. Also the Director of Operations for Football, a busy man, Derek Stamnos, and Saints sideline reporter, Steve Geller.
It is Tuesday in London, back to work for the Saints on Wednesday. They practice at a rugby practice facility outside of London. It is cool and breezy and pretty much scheduled to stay that way this week, though possibly a slight warm-up for Sunday. The kickoff, 2.30 our time, 8.30 in the morning, New Orleans time. And, of course, we hope that everyone along the Gulf South and in Florida can stay safe from any weather. Thanks for listening to the Saints Hour. I'm Mike Hoss on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.